everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode number 78 on Monday the 10th of May 2010. My name is Stephen Layton and I know this because I have name tags in the back of all my clothes and I checked before I left home this morning. Listen, thank you very much as always for joining me um, and thank you very, very much for the comments last week. Like, amazing, wow, wow, wow. I think episode 76 is probably the most commented on. We're at Sunday morning and we've got 18 comments. Um, so because there's so many, I think it's best we just drive straight into them and go and have a look at what people have been saying. So Chris Glover Price said, uh, I remember saying about this on the open day um, and did somebody buy you a sound effects CD? Yes, they did. Okay, no, they didn't. <laughs> Congrats on the Facebook success. Really interesting one, that, Chris. We've um, set up a Facebook fan page. We're going to put a link below. Uh, been really, really successful. If you're not signed up, you should, because there's going to be offers and all sorts going on there. And, yeah, I really like it. Um, so, Colin M said, uh, okay, the, the Timor, I think, will reserve for people I normally serve the special Nest Cafe incident for. <laughs> Uh, as for the Costa Rican, first time I've ever tried it, got, first time I've ever got a taste description, tasted toffee apple and Granny Smith acidity, awesome, nice one. David Wall said about the Timor varietal, uh, is it an Arabica Robusta hybrid? I don't think this, this one is, David. Um, I've heard about the work that's been going on in Timor, but I, I actually think this is uh, a standard Arabica varietal. Um, tried to do some digging this week, and that was the kind of noises that came back. Um, Dean said, uh, didn't get enough time to comment on last week's episode, a purely stunning coffee. Nice, thank you. Uh, made sure I watched this week's uh, before it vanished. Um, not yet tried the coffee, but continue to enjoy in my mug. Dan, that's awesome. And it's really good to have you back on board, mate. Um, Malky P said, yesterday I sorted through the team and didn't find any stones, luckily. But as I refilled the bag, I spilled some beans on the floor. I then drove over them with my wheelchair, which crushed them. Uh, I sucked up the bits with a battery vacuum and the air coming out the back smelled like burning tyres. It'll do that. Absolutely love the Costa Rican. That's brilliant, Malcolm. Really good news. Um, Paul Eagle said, I wonder if the Timor would seem so bad if we were not sport with the quality of beans we normally get. And you know what? There is a certain part of that, Paul, that uh, because we're so used to drinking great coffee now, that we're kind of spoilt a little bit. And it's like, I don't know, I, I think that real ales is probably a good one where you've had... When you're young, you haven't had access to those real ales, so other beers tasted better than what they really do. Um, but as your palate expands, you begin to demand some more. So I, I definitely think there's something in that, Paul. Uh, not keen, not keen at all. It isn't that it tastes bad, it just doesn't really taste of anything. And, and with the Timor, there's a lot of that that it's, it's just not, it, it's uncharacteristic. Um, so brilliant, thank you very much for that, Paul. Mark said, I can only comment on the Timor at the moment. And in the words of my colleagues who taste these with me, a bog-standard supermarket-style coffee. Bang on. Another one there agreeing. Uh, Chris Rushbrook, what a fun week. Really enjoyed this. Um, was worried that because of the In My Mug subscription, his palate may not have been developed, but uh, it worked out uh, and loved the sound effects. Uh, In My Mug subscription is truly worth every penny. I agree wholeheartedly with that comment and statement. <laughs> So, uh, Andrew Strib said um, it started up some interesting conversations at Google offices where Andrew works, um, a couple of mediocrity, uh, people didn't understand what it meant, so it led to a dis discussion about COE. Uh, mediocrity beats a bad generic blend, I agree, and the variety of coffee, the grower has a mental impact on the coffee. And this is awesome that these conversations are happening, and if nothing else comes out of In My Mug, I just love that these kind of conversations happen. 
Um, yeah, it, it's brilliant. That's what it was meant to do. That's what me being in coffee was meant to do, was meant to basically start a conversation uh, and make people think about what they're drinking. So that's awesome. Uh, David Nightingale, what a way to try a coffee. Started with the COE uh, uh, and made the COM taste, well, rather flat. Perfect. Hello, Mr. iPad. I told you I'm going to show off. Uh, we all make mistakes once in a while, so learn not to buy without tasting. Uh, I, I had a friend that brought some coffee back from Haiti pre-earthquake, and it was roasted poorly, uh, and it tasted the same. Yep, yeah, you know, we all buy things sillily. Uh, Paul S. I only tried the Costa Rica as a team war was not on the offer at Perky Peacock. Uh, loved it. Great, bright, great, bright, yet earthy taste and lots of body. Awesome. And Paul, I'm going to put a little clip in now. Hi, Steve. This is one has been drinking your has been coffee. For those who don't understand, that's Paul's dad. And Paul's dad is ex-Sunderland manager. You know I'm a Sunderland fan. Um, and that made my year, month, whatever. So thank you, Paul. Um, it's awesome. And I'm looking forward to getting a beer when we come up to York next. So, uh, Bernard said, really enjoying the episodes of In My Mug. Uh, probably a little harsh on the same. Like, Bernard, no, no, you were right. Um, and the comments like that I want because I don't want to get lazy and just go, oh, it'll do. I think you were exactly right to do that. So thank you for, for pointing it out. I'm intrigued by the Chemex method and might take the plunge to buy one. You really should. Chemexes are just phenomenal. Uh, I, I love the Chemexes. Um, sorry there's so many comments this week, but I don't want to miss anybody out. I mean, uh, Colin M said, uh, been trying the rubber tyres in the aerobic at work. For some reason, with this method, it tastes acceptable. Listen, it's not a bad coffee. It, there's a lot, lot worse out there. But what I really wanted to show, that's the worst coffee that I have here. <laughs> so I wanted to show you that one. Um, you know, it, it is kind of drinkable. Not. Um, so now that was awesome. Uh, Richard said, took this team all on a retreat for friends to try. Not realised how bad it was. Some said, mm, nice. Rev James uh, and I met our wives every Friday to drink the coffee and watch the blog. Hello, and uh, educate bad coffee from eradicate bad coffee from our churches. Richard and James, thank you, Richard and James. Um, yeah, good to have you on board. Terry Allen, Terry is the best commenter in the world, and I'm not going to do this justice. So go and have a look on in my mug um, at Terry's comment about the coffee. It, it's wrapped up in a nutshell. In fact, what I should start doing is just read Terry's answers out, and then that would do as the recording. Um, Martin said, great Costa Rica, loved it. Timor, can't find polite words to describe it. Straight in the compost bin. Merely reinforced your philosophy, and now mine, life is too short for bad coffee. Like it. And Jay Fisher, are you wearing a Chelsea shirt? No, I am not. It's a Palmeiras shirt from uh, Brazil, and um, it is not a Chelsea shirt. Listen, I'm going to whap you on pause, um, and then we're going to talk about the coffee, and we'll get into it. So, be back in a second. Okay, so I'm back, um, and today we're going to be talking about an espresso blend. I think I hear that cheer because I know how much you guys really love when we throw an espresso blend in the mix. Um, Certainly from what we sell, espresso blend is so, so important. And this blend we're talking about today is probably the most important. So this is a blend from, it's seven or eight years old now. Um, it's called the Premium Espresso Blend. Um, and it's just become massively important to what we do. Um, I 
cannot begin to think of how many hours, days, weeks I've actually spent on this blend, developing it, tweaking it, making sure that it's like the killer blend that ba you know, basically represents what we do. Um, I think with this blend, one of my biggest regrets is that I never really gave it a very cool name. Um, but it doesn't need to have a cool name. It's a cool taste, and I think that's important. Um, it's gone too far now to, to, to really look at changing it. But without the name, for me, I think it's one of the best espresso blends that's available in the market today. Now, I'm going to say that, um, but it's a blend that I'm incredibly proud of, and, and I receive so much great feedback about. Um, so why is it good? Why, why is it a good espresso blend? Well, I think an espresso blend needs to be certain things to make it good. So one part is you need to know who's going to be using it. So your audience for that coffee. Um, and you guys are probably the top end of, uh, uh, of talented baristas that are going to be using my coffee at home. Um, a lot of people that use it are going to have a lot lower skill level, aren't going to be as bothered to sit down and watch a video of me talking about the blend and all those things. They just want to enjoy coffee. So it needs to be fairly forgiving. I think that's really, really important. Um, you know, no show-off coffees in there that are going to need an exact temperature to extract, You know, that are going to be perfect if you hit that window, but if not, it's going to be a, a kick in the mouth. So I think that that's really important to kind of bear in mind with, with this retail blend. Um, and something I've always kind of laid at the foundations of, of premium espresso blends. But it's got to be tasty. If it's not tasty, then it's not worth doing. So it's got to be a good coffee. It's got to be, you know, it's got to be amazing. You've got to go and oh, wow, but it, so it's got to be great. Um, I think also importantly, it needs to be made up of great coffees. Um, and I think that kind of goes without saying because number one wouldn't happen if the coffees weren't good. Um, and then thirdly, I think it has to be fairly priced. It's got to be open to as many people as possible. It's not going to be a full of cup of excellence coffees, although the last premium did, but we took the hit on that. So it's got to be all of these things together. Then you have a foundations of building a great blend. So what's in the blend? So the recipe of this one is 30% uh, Brazil Fazenda Cachoeira Pulp Natural from uh, Poca, just outside Pocas de Caldas, although it comes under Mina State. Um, it's a pulp natural coffee. It's grown by Carvalho, uh, Gabriel Carvalho Diaz. Uh, the Carvalho Diaz family own the farm. Uh, and it's actually called São Sebastião. I can't, I'm rubbish. Anyway, it's just outside Pocas de Caldas uh, in, in, in San Paulo Estate. Very well known to us all. It's that really rounded, smooth, rich, caramel. So, I mean, for me, a killer coffee, a coffee I love working with, I love blending with. It's just such a, brings so much to the espresso party. Uh, a great single origin shot as well. The second part, oh, a farm that I've visited. The second part is uh, one called uh, Guatemala, San Francisco, Tecumburu. And it's a micro lot called El Polo, which we've talked about in my mug before. Um, which is a very special part of the farm, which is around about 1,770 metres uh, above sea level. Uh, very, you know, kind of t uh, taken off from the rest of the estate. It's a Bourbon and Katura varietal mix, um, hand-picked, fully washed, sun-dried, uh, gorgeous place, somewhere else I've been to. And the final component is uh, Brazil Fazenda Inglaterra Aquea Natural, uh, grown between 950 and 1,300 metres. 
Um, it's an Akaya varietal, which uh, we've talked about before. It's a very rare varietal, uh, virtually died away and, and has come back. And he's in Pocas de Caldos. So, uh, three stunning coffees. Sorry, yes, Tecumburu 30%, Inglaterra Akaya Natural 40%. Been doing a lot of work with the Akea Natural recently, and you'll have remembered from the Fernandez and Wells blend that was Akea Natural. Um, although this one's got a slightly different hint on that it's 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 got the Brazil hit instead of the El Salvador mix. What does that do to the coffee? Well, first of all, I think it makes it more rounded. It makes it sweeter. Uh, it makes it richer. Um, but overall, it just gives it something else, um, which we're going to find out in a minute. So, I'm going to show you. Uh, the roast colour here. Um, this is the roast colour of the blend. It's pre-mixed. Um, Pre-blended basically means that we mix the green beforehand before roasting. Post-mix is where we roast the coffee separately and then blend them together. The densities of these coffees are around about the same and although the uh, Guatemalan is a little bit older than the other two, um, they roast beautifully together, and I'm not going to be messing with that. I think it, it's better if you can pre-blend, personal opinion. I know most people in the industry will disagree with me, but this one is a pre-blended one. So, listen, snozzer in the bowl. Okay, so you can smell. You can smell the natural. The natural's there. There's a bit of funk coming in this cup, but what you predominantly smell is the sweetness. You're getting this sweetness, this this caramel, that you get the Kishwara is bounding through this cup. Uh, I mean, it's running through it, and it smells delicious. Um, so, what I'm going to do is, I wanted to talk about the coffees before preparing the espresso and the cappuccino, because what I want to do is uh, basically, you know, do them as we go. So, I'm going to whack you on pause, and then uh, I shall be back in just a moment. <laughs> Okay, so I'm back. I'm going to dive straight into the espresso because obviously this is going to cool quicker than, than anything else. So did a 26-minute extraction. Uh, it was around about 17 grams of coffee um, and, uh, yeah, fairly standard stuff. Uh, now, because it's so forgiving, the parameters can move quite a lot. And you can extract for as long as 40 seconds on this one. No shorter, really, than 20 seconds. Updose it, you'll just get a massive hit of sweetness. So let's, let's dive in. sweetness a fruity funk in that background um, but the sweetness is again dominant um, great body fantastic mouthfeel I love the mouthfeel of this coffee um, I think it just kind of it has a silky smoothness that is just uh, amazing a little bit of honeycomb going on in there as well uh, it's like a bit into a crunchy bar um, delicious really really good so now into the milk and you're definitely not seeing the art on this one hmm big and it's bad enough to cut through the milk. Um, a lot of coffees get lost in that milk, but not with this at all. That fruitiness becomes the dominant flavour um, as it comes through. Because you've got that sweetness of the milk, I think it kind of hides a little bit of the sweetness in the blend, but it brings out that funky fruitness, so you taste coffee coming through. Um, 
for me, our best ever premium. Um, I say that every time though, because I always think we're improving, we're getting better, we're finding better coffees, we've got better access to coffees, we're better at roasting. Um, that cloud's gone over, made it a bit dark. Um, but I just think that this is the best incarnation of premium espresso blend we have ever done. Um, I would like you very much to try it. So it's not a big offer, it's a little offer, but it's 50 pence off a bag um, in the store for the next two weeks. You know, premium is one that we fight to keep lower. We fight to keep the price where it is. Um, it's a consistent, constant, persistent battle uh, because I want to use some great coffees in there. And these are great coffees that are not cheap. And um, I think you could probably go and look at a, a, any one of these bags is more expensive if you went and post blended it. But I want you to try it. So that's why we can only offer a 50 pence offer on there. Thank you, 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 thank you. For all of the great comments, feedback. I love seeing comments on in my mug uh, post. It really, really, it makes my day. I get an email come to me whenever anybody leaves a comment. And, and honestly, everyone brings a huge smile to my face. So can we have 20 smiles this week? pushing it listen thank you very much for joining me uh, you won't come back if I don't go now so life is too short for bad coffee